Hello, this is Kumbasike, this is Connor, and this is episode 35. Today I'm chatting to Sam Garrington. Sam is the founder of Roots and Shoots in Manchester. Hey Sam, how you doing mate? Yeah, I'm very well mate. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. Uh, cheers for coming on. I appreciate your time today. So, My pleasure. I found out about this through, were you featured on The Mank? Is that correct? Yeah, it was on The Mank. So um one of the editors contacted me she saw me on instagram saw the business and she just really liked what i was doing thought yeah let's write an article about it so here i am great stuff so from that article i did read it but it was a couple of weeks ago so please um you know remind me roots and shoots so what is roots and shoots all about well basically we're an independent online houseplant nursery that supplies homegrown, hand-potted and organic houseplants at affordable prices. Um, our main aim is to provide people with beautiful plants that will essentially aid the aesthetic of any room. And it's also great for mental health and doesn't break your bank. Um, we operate with small batches of plants that are rooted from cuttings and then potted from my home in Rivington in Manchester. Um, we try to give customers plants that are in their sort of adolescent stage of growth, which is great because people can get their plant and watch it grow up. And it's almost having like having your own little baby, pretty much. Um, at the moment, we're mainly catering to the student population of Fallowfield and Withington, South Manchester. However, I've had like people from all walks of life all over Manchester come into my door asking for plants. Like just this morning, I had a middle-aged couple come over and pick up some plants and we're really happy with them. Mm, I see. Okay. And so how did it all get started out then? What was the point where you thought, yeah, I want to do something here with Roots and Shoots? Well, I'll take it back to sort of my childhood when I've always loved plants. Like my granddad, he was a gardener for, by trade for like many, many years. And I watched him grow up like loving his garden essentially. And I guess this sort of kind of planted the seed in my head excuse the pun um I've always been like a hard worker I think this work ethic is something I've learned from my parents like both my mum and dad worked ridiculously hard bringing me and my brother up um my dad worked abroad in construction for many months at a time and then my mum also worked as a full-time chef as well as having her own sort of um cake business that she sold to like local like, farmers market a side hustle kind of inspired me to start my own um i've always had like part-time jobs consistent consistently since i was about 14 so i've had like i think i have a pretty good uh decent grasp on like the importance of like work ethic and realizing that it's handed to you on a plate and you have to go out and find like, opportunities for yourself um, my first ever job was actually looking after pigs and goats at this um, field to fork pub that my mum's friend owned. And even though it was ridiculously low pay, because understandably I was 14, it was probably the best job I've ever had. It was just really sort of peaceful, like just looking after the animals, just like driving around on like a little like tractor and little quad bike. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was great. Um, anyway, back to the question. Um, the idea came to me last summer. I noticed that when the first lockdown ended, firstly, 
students flock back to Manchester in their thousands like, after months of it being like pretty barren. So I knew there was like a market. Um, and then secondly, like businesses had up their prices to make up for the months being closed and people were willing to pay crazy money for house plants. Like some, some businesses sell plants for like 50 pounds or whatever. And they're not like ridiculously big palm trees or anything. They're just like normal <clears throat> desktop house plants. So people want joy in their life. So for some, like tending to house plants can help them through like a pretty dark time. It certainly has for me anyway. I understand that these businesses needed to like put their prices up to stay afloat. But I thought if I could provide affordable house plants under a fiver to just 1% of the market, then I'd be like happy and I'd be doing something worthwhile. Okay. With this idea in my head, I started taking cuttings of all mine, my house mixed plants, rooted them, potted them up, popped, and popped them on the main Facebook uh, page, main student Facebook page. And within 30 minutes, I sold like around 20 plants. So I knew I was onto a winner. From here on, I just started getting all the cuttings and plants so I could get my hands on. I just kept selling them via Facebook. And a couple, and in a couple of months, I realized I needed to like solidify my progress and sort of create a, a properly branded business. So started investing in grow lights and shelving, branded bags, stickers. I've even got a website that I set up this week, rootsandshootsuk.com, that I've worked ridiculously hard on like, all my spare time this week like, in the evenings I was just on WordPress just creating this website and it sounds relatively easy but if you don't have like the previous skills and like these areas and it can be quite like a steep learning curve it wasn't until after Christmas that Roots and Shoots started really getting exposure such as the article we just like spoke about and like the momentum it needed and right now I'm struggling to keep up with the demand and I'm constantly working on how I can improve the business so hopefully I've got some pretty exciting news coming up. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about that. So what is it that keeps you going throughout it? For example, you've mentioned that it's taking a lot of your time, but you obviously love what you're doing if you're going to keep it up. So what is it that keeps you driven on this project? Um, I think it's just about keeping yourself busy, you know, like... It, Everyone has a sort of like mission and sort of uh, a realization that you do have to keep busy, otherwise you just you sort of stagnate. And I think my mission is pretty important because it helps others as well as myself. Like, like I said before, houseplants have been proven to be beneficial to mental health, such as reducing anxiety, and giving people like, a purpose among, amongst other things. To me, like houseplants are beautiful. And as well as having like air purifying characteristics, it's beneficial to your physical health. It's just it's just a win-win situation. It sounds a little bit selfish, me saying that our mission of Roots and Shoots is to benefit myself, but I find self-development is extremely imp important. It gives me like a sense of purpose, something to do, something to work on where there hasn't been like much going on. It's given me skills that I've had to like learn for myself from the internet, skills that you're never taught in school or like uni, like not sure about you, but I was never taught about cash flows or profit margins or like stock, stock taking or anything like this. This being said, like I also strongly endorse the sort of sense of community within the student population. At the moment, it seems like students have this reputation of just partying and sleeping, just not really doing much when that this stereotype is 
It's far from the truth. And by starting my own business from like, my shared uni accommodation kitchen, I hope just to inspire just like one other student to pursue some sort of entrepreneurial avenue and better themselves, basically. That's it. That brings me quite nicely onto uh, the next point, actually, Sam, is what we usually talk about on the podcast is come back from adversity. Now, this often relates to mental health, and this is the avenue that I kind of want to delve into. Do you mind telling me a bit more about your experiences with adversity and coming back from it? Yeah, well, I think I'll approach this in two ways. Uh, the first adversity is like direct, directly related to myself. And then I'll talk about sort of general adversity within the student population. So my personal struggles with mental health have been like pretty big roller coaster throughout my childhood, all the way to my late teens. I was incredibly happy all the time. I was very sociable and nothing really fazed me. I was pretty like happy-go-lucky. It all changed when I left school and then I kind of realised that my childhood was pretty much over. And at the time, this just felt like my whole world was crashing. Um, I've never really been the best at dealing with change. So big changes such as leaving home and, mo and moving to a big city far away was like incredibly intense on like my emotions. And um, this is when I started acting out of character. Like my mood swings were all over the place. I started getting symptoms from anxiety, of which started affecting my sleep and my ability to socialise and interact with people. All, all these factors basically meant that by no fault of my own, I was just being a dick to everyone. Um, the arrival of COVID made things a lot, lot worse. I, I couldn't see anybody apart from my girlfriend who I was living, in, living with at the time. So my social skills just got worse. And when I did start seeing people again, I had this feeling of just being unwanted and just down and rest all the time. I seeked help from medical professionals, but most of the time it's just a case of putting me on medication. It's not like, it's not trying to figure out the root of the problem, like you're not treating the cause. So after a few months of just vegetating throughout lockdown, I realized that a major factor as to why it went downhill during this time was that I wasn't really doing anything. I'd, I'd literally spend days on end doing absolutely nothing whereas usually I'd be going into uni and doing lectures I'd be going to the pub with my friends I'd be working part-time like I was just keeping myself busy basically and it was the distraction of doing something that took my mind off things and allowed me to escape for a little bit this is why starting my own business has been extremely beneficial to me there's literally nothing I find more therapeutic than potting up 30 spider plants on a Sunday afternoon. It's given it's given me a sense of purpose in my spare time. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, I'm also looking forward to like writing some blog posts on my website. And as something you've it's just something I've never like done before. And I always think it's pretty sweet just to like waffle on about what you find interesting. Um, the other form of ad adversity can relate to like all students over the UK. The, the graduate role like, experience trap is, is pretty serious. Like most, most students pretty much zero experience in their chosen field when graduating. Like, however, most jobs require some sort of professional experience to hire you. I find this like absolutely ludicrous as entry-level jobs should be applicable to all relevant graduates. Like, in essence, it's ridiculously hard to find a job with no experience, but it's also 
hard to get experience with no experience. And it just puts people in this revolving cycle of just, yeah, just uncertainty, essentially. And this is why I think it's pretty important to like make your own way through your career, find experience yourself, start your own business, learn the skills, because it will benefit you hugely in the future. Yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying, especially as are all with students. I think people, I certainly did myself, when going to university, thought it was going to be, yeah, three years of partying, but it turned out not to be this way. So when relating to students, then um, I'm, I'm quite interested in something you mentioned, where you mentioned that when you were kind of, coming up was it uni where you said that you felt like the end of your childhood was coming do you mind telling me a bit more about that because I feel like I also had similar experience well it's it's kind of like when you leave school and you leave home it's kind of like you're sort of thrown out into like big wide open world on your own when you're not actually because you still have the support of your friends you have the support of like your parents your family however Growing up is quite, it's quite a hard thing, I think, anyway. Like, growing up and sort of being independent, it's a big sort of culture shock, like, compared to how you are when you're a kid and your, your mum cooks for you and you do, she does your, like, washing and all stuff like that. So I think if you haven't, if you haven't sort of had that independence before, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a big shock. And I think a lot of people um, struggle with, growing up and coming to uni because it, it's just a hard hard process it's really hard to sort of explain because it's just one of those feelings that you just have and you can't put your your finger on I think it's for me anyway it's to do with change and sort of like the uncertainty of the future if you're comfortable where you're at why would you want to change like, you know what I mean like why if, you, if you're happy and content with your life at that moment change is just really uncertain and you don't you don't know what's coming around the corner so I think that's why a lot of people sort of struggle with growing up and so then what techniques do you tend to uh, with roots and shoots as well what techniques do you lean towards to manage better any kind of adversity that you face nowadays um I think it's all about sort of keeping yourself distracted and keeping yourself sort of busy. For me anyway, like when I find when I just sort of have days where I vegetate, and I don't do anything and all I do is watch TV and just sort of, yeah, just do nothing. I just find, I find myself feeling more and more depressed, more and more and more sort of feeling worthless, I think is the word that I'm trying to, trying to get here. Yeah, definitely. So... Yeah, it's just like, it's just keeping yourself, yeah, it's keeping yourself preoccupied and keeping yourself busy. I think that's that's the main thing that I'm trying to hit with Roots and Shoots. Like like I said before, I love, <clears throat> I love the sort of idea of having my own business and having something that's mine. But at the end of the day, it's, it's just about sort of giving myself something to do and, and something that makes me proud to say that like, this is mine and I've built this and I've worked on this and I own this. No, I completely understand what you're saying. I think with the whole COVID situation, 
it became apparent to a lot of us that keeping busy is essential because when you're literally faced with, as you're saying, doing nothing and vegetating for days on end, you realize shit, like it, you have too much time to think and that can lead to anxiety, depression and all sorts of other negative thoughts. Yeah, you, you, you dwell on things. When, when there's nothing in your head, that's when you start to dwell and you start to sort of yeah, have these sort of depressive episodes because there's nothing else to think about. You start thinking, oh, do, do these people hate me or why am I, why am I like, why am I like that? And it's just like a cycle and you get yourself like worked up. And once you get into that cycle, it's really hard to sort of break it. It's kind of, it's hard to, it's hard to snap out of it and just like go back to normal. So yeah, keeping busy, keeping your, your head distracted, keeping it preoccupied, bettering yourself. I always find it's quite important um, to, when you wake up, your main aim or your main goal of the day is, even if you get nothing else done, even if you have a day where you literally can't even sort of, I don't know, talk to your housemates, you can't even sort of like shower, just try to better yourself in one sort of way, whether that's reading one page of a book to increase your knowledge or whether it's, I know, tidying your bedroom or doing some research or just anything, just try and better yourself day to day and just gradually do it. And then at the end, end of the week, you'll have seven, you'll be seven times better than you were at the start. Yeah, marginal gains, absolutely agree. Do you mind, uh, you are an environmental science student, is that correct? I am indeed. Nice. Do you mind telling me a bit more about that, i.e. why you decided to study it and how you're finding the experience? Yeah, sure. Um, I've always loved the environment. I've always been really passionate about sort of the natural world, the science behind it. Um, always been really passionate about climate change. Um, all throughout my childhood, where where most other kids were watching cartoons and like movies, I was watching David Attenborough documentaries on the natural world. It's just always been a massive passion to me, and I guess that's where my sort of love of horticulture comes from. Um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Um, so yeah, in my degree, we study. Um, anything to do with the environment essentially it's it's the social impacts of the environment the political and the science behind it a lot of like physics and chemistry and it's just like a really great course it's so like it's so broad but also so detailed at the same time like we it's crazy how how much the environment affects like the the whole world like people don't realize that our lives are our economy uh our house, our, literally everything revolves around the environment around us. And I think people take this for granted. Like, I find it bonkers that governments have still not sort of cottoned on to climate change to the extent that they should have. Like, with all of these talks about being carbon neutral by 2030, it's just like, they're just delaying the inevitable. Like, it, it needs to happen, and it needs to happen now. And until... The sort of the powers above like sort it out the only thing that you and i could do is just do our bit for the environment like um, i i live like pretty much plant-based diet so 
I'm not like extremely strict. Like I still have like the odd egg here and there and I like, have, may have some cheese or whatever. But I think just doing your own little bit for the environment, is, it's, it's incredibly important because if everyone does their bit, then it just makes the whole job so much easier to tackle. Yeah, of course. So yeah, that's yeah. Everyone with that's me. yeah, everybody making small incremental changes make staggering results over time. And there's definitely yeah, like men. Yeah, many hands make light work. That famous old saying. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, who who coined that? I'm trying to think. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. Someone, but, yeah. oh, I'm going to claim it for myself. I'm guaranteeing. <laughs> nice, but I'm so, yeah. on it. <laughs> So coming to um, the end of the chat almost then, Sam, what would you like to achieve with Roots and Shoots in the near future? Um, yeah, good question. I'm just going to try and keep doing what I'm doing. But um, yeah, just trying to keep developing and keep improving the business and also myself. Like, it's, it's heavily dependent on where I end up. After, after I graduate, where I find a job, whether I stay in Manchester. Uh, there's all these factors that affect it. Uh, I don't currently see it as a job. I just kind of see it as a, as a hobby almost. Like I don't wake up every day and go, like, oh, I've got to go to work. And I've got to go pop up a load of plants. I just see it as like something I've got to do in my daily routine. But um, I'm currently in the process of starting like an online store on the website I just launched. So hopefully I can start doing... Um, postal deliveries and sort of basically get into a bigger market than the, than the students of Ballerfield. However, I'm kind of, I'm holding back slightly because I like the idea of having like a, a local small business and um, I currently like, love talking to and interacting with customers, like them coming to my door or whether I like drop some plants around their house and have a chat with them on the doorstep. It's just, it's just way more sort of personable and I get a lot more out of it than just sort of boxing up a, a plant in a pot and sending it via raw mail. Regardless of what happens though, like after I graduate, I think I'll always like find like a way to spread my love of houseplants. So where can we find out more about what you do, Sam? Um, so at the moment, um, I'm mainly on Instagram roots and shoots underscore um also just launched a website this week that i'm actually really proud of like i've spent so long on it this week like every single evening just hours just like youtube tutorials and, and finding out like how to make logos and how to how to sort of edit it and just make it look good so that's um rootsuk.com so yeah check me out on there great stuff so, yeah, as I said, Sam, thanks very much for coming on today. I really appreciate it's it. It's been a pleasure. There's been lots of insight that I've taken away that are valuable. Uh, small changes make big results. Keeping busy is key. Finding something that you really enjoy doing. You seem to have done that with Roots and Shoots. Uh, I wish you all the very best for the future, and I'll make sure I keep checking out what you're doing. Oh, thanks, Connor. Yep. Good luck in, um, good luck, good luck in Vietnam. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Uh, come, thank you.